0: Welcome to the Funder Ready Podcast. I'm your host, Rita Owens, a busy working mom, wife, and financial expert. I'm here to help you navigate the wild and sometimes crazy world of business funding with a few laughs along the way. Just think of me as your funding fairy godmother, here to sprinkle a little financial magic on your entrepreneurial dreams so that you can secure the funding that your business needs to build the business that you deserve. So sit back, relax, and grab your drink of choice because this is a judgment-free zone and let's get funder ready together. Hey, Besties, so the moment is finally here. Episode one of the Funder Ready podcast, a financial literacy podcast for female entrepreneurs looking to navigate the world of business funding. In this episode, I'm gonna be sharing with you my why behind the Funder Ready podcast and also dismantling some of the lies that female entrepreneurs have been told when it comes to securing funding for your business. Now, if you're excited, just like I am, for what's to come, help us get the word out by sharing a screenshot of this episode to your social media and using the hashtag FundHerReady. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. With all that said, let's get right into it. I want to get a little bit personal with you guys today, and I really want to dive into the why behind the FundHerReady podcast. The thing is, when it comes to being a female entrepreneur, it's not always easy for us. And I know this firsthand. You know, one of the things that everyone needs in order to have a thriving business is funding. If you don't have money, your business will have to close its doors. Now that's a given, right? It's it's a given that you need to have money, but no one said that it had to be your money that you use to fund your business. Now, I found that out the hard way. I literally had a moment in time where I started a business from scrap, bootstrapped, used my own funds like many of you who are listening today. And that was one of the biggest mistakes that I've ever made in my entire life. Now, I know that sounds a little dramatic and trust I can get dramatic, but it's actually very, very true. Now, I'll take you back a little bit further to when I was just a little girl. Um, I'm one of four girls who grew up in a household with both of my parents. And my parents did everything that they could in order to make sure that we had everything that we needed. Now, money wasn't something that was a topic of discussion in our family. I just knew that we didn't have a lot of it. And I also knew that we really didn't need for much. So when I graduated from high school, and I went to college. That was the first time that I was technically an adult and on my own. Fast forward graduating college, I decided to do what a lot of, you know, recent graduates do and look for an apartment for myself. Now, mind you, um, I was working and I had two jobs and I had great income. And so I thought, Easy peasy, right? I can go out and I can find an apartment for myself and it'd be no problem. But I got a rude awakening and that rude awakening was personal credit. Yes. One of the things that is not discussed openly a lot in many households and especially African-American households. So one of the things you do when you apply for an apartment is you have to fill out an application. And when you fill out that application, what do they do? They run your credit. Now, I, I can admit this now because I have pretty good credit, um, but I will say that at the time, I was very embarrassed when the apartment manager ran my credit and it came back at a 4.23. Yep, you heard that right, a 423 credit score. So needless to say, I wasn't getting an apartment. That was one of the turning points in my life where I knew that I had to educate myself on financial literacy. So I dedicated years to studying financial literacy when it came to personal credit and personal finances. And I did a really good job, so much so that I actually turned it into a business. But prior to that, I decided to try my hand at being a tech entrepreneur. I worked in many startup companies, and I knew that I wanted to create something really special. And I just had this idea that I was going to bootstrap my business and I was also going to do what I saw on TV, right? Go on Shark Tank and have all of these people invest money in my business because I just knew I had the most incredible idea that no one could pass up on. But that was not the right way to go. And I'm sharing this story with you guys today because I know that there are some of you right now who are listening to my voice, who are currently dipping into your personal savings, who are paying for your business expenses with your personal funds. And I want to come to you today and just warn you because I've been there. I've done that. I've been sued. Now, what am I talking about? So when I started out my business, I did, again, what most of you do. I used my own money. And so when I needed a website, I used my personal funds. When I needed to hire someone to build out the tech for my tech business, I used my own personal funds. And because I had really good personal credit, I was able to secure tens and thousands of dollars worth of personal credit cards that I then maxed out in order to fund my dreams. Now, that's all good, right, in theory, but what happens when things don't go as planned? What happens when you need more money and you're maxed out and everything on the personal side is maxed out? What happens when you run out of cash? Now, that's exactly what happened to me. I ran out of cash. I had no more money left. And it's really hard. It's difficult sometimes for me to think about that time um, in my life when it just seemed like everything was going wrong. So long story short, what ended up happening with me is that I ended up maxing out all my credit cards. I ended up emptying my personal bank accounts, my savings, my checking accounts, all because I knew, I just knew my idea was going to take off. I spent countless hours going to networking events and pitch contests and trying to get someone to invest in my company. But it didn't work out in the end. And not only was I left with a failing business, but I was also left with over $25,000 worth of personal debt. Personal debt that I was sued for by the credit card companies. I also was left with no money in my savings account, no money in my personal checking account, and a mortgage payment that I could no longer make. And so my house went into foreclosure. I had $0 in my bank account, and I had to shut the doors on my dreams, my business. Now think about that. Spending years and years building up something, exhausting all of your funds, only to have it all taken away in the blink of an eye. Now, here's the thing, you guys, I made this mistake and maybe some of you who are listening have made the same mistake. And maybe some of you who are listening are on the verge of making the same mistake that I did. But I started the Plunder Ready podcast because I don't want you to make that same mistake. I want you to be smarter than I was. I want you to know that there is an opportunity for you to build the business of your dreams without using a dime of your own money. Now, how do you do that? Well, on the Funder Ready podcast, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to get your business Funder Ready so that you can walk into any bank confidently with your head held high and secure funding for your business. We're going to talk about out of the the box ways to secure money for your business. We're going to talk about crowdfunding. We're going to talk about venture capital. We're going to talk about business credit cards and building up your business accounts, vendor accounts, things like that that you can get with poor personal credit. We're going to talk about the reasons why you need to build up your personal credit because trust and believe if you don't have good personal credit, you are not going to get the type of funding that you're hoping for. Even if you are somebody who is looking to pitch a venture capitalist, better believe that at some point they're going to want to see the personal credit of the person that they're investing hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in. So even if you don't have great personal credit today, I want you to keep in the back of your mind the goal to make sure that you start working on your personal credit. Because even though you don't need it per se, to build business credit, which we'll talk about during the podcast, the differences between business credit and business funding, at some point you are going to need it. So when it comes to why this is important to me, it's important to me because I spent years of my life trying to get funding for my business and I failed. I failed until I educated myself on what it took in order to get the job done. I know how to get funding. My clients get funding every single day. I've helped my clients to secure over $2.5 million worth of funding. And my goal is to help you do the same. So thank you for listening to the very first episode of the Funder Ready podcast. I am so excited to take this journey with you. And feel free to, to leave questions. You can always head over to Instagram and DM me at I am Rita Owens. You can find me on Facebook at I am Rita Owens. And you can find me right here on the Funder Ready podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the Funder Ready podcast with Rita Owens. We hope you found today's episode informative and inspiring. Remember, Miss Bestie, you have the power to turn your dreams into reality. And securing funding for your business is just one of the steps on that journey. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so that you never miss an episode and follow us on social media to stay up to date on the latest news and resources for female entrepreneurs. Join in the conversation by using the hashtag funder ready. And until next time, keep pushing forward and always remember to stay funder ready so that you don't have to get ready. See you in the next episode.